This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, Donna. Oh, hey, Steve. DJ Rock Lobster. I got you. Rock, 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 rock. It was DJ Rock Lobster. Thank you. Uh, hey, Rocco. Yeah. Um, you strike me as a, a hipster who would go to the Riverview. Is oh, that for what it's sure. Called? Riverview. The that's in somewhat in my neighborhood. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was there on I have a feeling, yeah. Friday. Rock, it was Friday. If Rocco was given the choice between a state-of-the-art brand new <laughs> big chain theater, reclining seats, they'll bring your food to you, Dolby surround sound, all that kind of stuff, or hole-in-the-wall, retro, <laughs> indie vibe, yep. mom and pop, he would take the latter. And you I nailed it. Plus, they have great popcorn and With uh, cheap butter. tickets. And for a discount theater, they've got a great screen and sound oh. system. And they have a really cool rate, you know, like a real steep uh, slope to their seats, right? Wouldn't you say, Donna? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's like a throwback to the 60s. I don't know if they kept it that way or they restored it. or I, Why did I think that at some point they were going to close that theater and then people were like, no, you can't. Yeah, it's but you're right. It's uh, They got that kind of 60s uh, lobby looking thing. It's yeah, great. It's yeah, great. it's great. It's, it's a comfy vibe. Yeah, you know? it's, it's nice to have Gosh, still have the... local places in your neighborhood like that. And just in general, and I say this, it's been more than a year and a half, the inside of a theater makes me feel cozier than many, many places. Yeah. The smell of the atrium. Sure. Getting the food, the trailers go on, the lights dim. I just really, really love it all. Son of a gun, I got to get back there. Yeah, you got to get back, Steve. Well, I went to see um, The Summer of Soul, and oh, that is Quest Love's um, documentary. It was great. It was really good. It was the documentary of the forgotten 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival. Yes. And it gives context to this rediscovered footage what had happened was somebody you know filmed the whole thing and it took place over i believe it was six weekends in mount in mount morris park uh in harlem and it looked fantastic and then someone just did nothing with the footage until now and so the way they put it together with some news clippings and interviews with concert goers, it was really great. Stevie Wonder was 19 years old, just killing it on stage, just absolutely amazing. This was in 1969, and um, is that when Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was That was 68. 
So it was okay. the year before. So j- right about a year later. And then in space, nobody was reporting on this festival, really, because Woodstock was getting all of that coverage. Right. And then Neil Armstrong uh, was taking one small step for mankind. Mm. So you're they're interviewing people in this Harlem community who is not real excited about money, federal money being spent on space when people were in need right there in their community as far as, you know, food goes, drugs were a problem, and they were wanting to get some of that cash in Harlem. So anyway, they just, lots of interviews, lots of, um, one thing that I wish was, and it's going to sound bad because I am a music lover, some of the scenes with some of the artists felt a little too unnecessarily long to me. Sure. But uh, You mean them re- on stage, their actual performance? Yeah, like I didn't need to see the entire performance from beginning to end in sure. some cases. You could have just shown me a highlight and I would have gotten the same same thing out of it. So We were talking about this last week because uh, Paul McGuire Grimes had told us about this, who you hear on yeah. the Colleen and Bradley yeah. show. And um, it, it, it spun into a conversation during, I think, a commercial break of Twin Cities Live about the importance of of documenting things. Because you mentioned there was this footage, and then nobody did anything right. with it. And it's it shows you, like, in the moment, documenting almost anything in the moment, and then having a plan is to do something with it, turn it into a movie or whatever, can feel a little like you're missing the moment. you got to, like, just be in the moment. But it's... You're always just, you're A, you're always so glad that you have the stuff that you've got to take a picture of or record or whatever. If it's a family video or if it's something like this, a big, Mm -hmm. you know, momentous celebration of culture that's happening. But then how important it is for these historical societies to be out there to make sure that we remember things. And it's a shame that this went just sort of on the cutting room floor for decades. And I'm glad to know that it's out now, but it shows you how important that is because then we only think of Woodstock. Right. Because that's what was preserved. But it also um, the, it also is further evidence that black history was being erased almost. Sure. While yeah. white, you know, festivities and fun and activities were being, you know, celebrated and, and shown reported over on. And over and, and, and all yes. that. Yeah. So it was really good. I think. Do we have the trailer? Yeah, I can play can we, that for you. All right, let's play it. Okay. That, yeah, that would so be cool. good. Yeah. I mean, oh, just fantastic. Uh, there's Sly and the Family Stone. Uh, there's Stevie Wonder. There's, um, oh gosh, uh, Gladys Knight, uh, who's interviewed for it. Just, just fantastic. Really, really good. Um, and if you want to see it at the Riverview, it's only five bucks. Uh, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, check it yeah. out. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Um, so, Steve, you're still watching Ted Lasso, yes? Still watching Ted Lasso. We're up through episode six. That's current with season two. That is on Apple TV+. Plus. Won't give anything away. I mean, I recommend the show. It's very, it's a fun, fun watch. Really uplifting. But just when you think it's all uplifting and it's all, you know, sort of delightfully cheesy. Mm-hmm. Season one, they gave us a little twist at a point or two, and last night they did it again. Or there's just, first of all, there's a little bit of a plot twist, something that you think, oh, I can tell what they're doing here. Hmm. Boom, plot twist. 
we both both my wife and I both guessed something wrong oh, okay. in Ted Lasso. And then there's another sort of a serious turn at the end of uh, episode six of Ted Lasso. And so kudos to them. I think they know when it's just going to be a little bit too sweet that it's going to make your teeth hurt. And then they give you something normal to sort of balance it out. So uh, if you're not watching, episode six was released, I believe, on Friday on Apple TV Plus. Ted Lasso. Check it out now if you haven't already. I have a confession. Okay. I don't even know if I'm going to finish this season. Are you in season one still? No, I'm in season two. Oh, I like it. I don't love it. I watched episode one. You got to give it a little time, Rocco. Okay. I thought it was a little jokier than the season before. You know what I mean? Like, there's. I, yes, I think they were happy with their own writing and may have overwritten some scenes. <laughs> yes. You know, yes. I think you could always argue that. In the same way that Aaron Sorkin overwrites a scene poetically, sure. they do it comedically. Right. Uh, but I think stay in it. I would say stay in it. Donna, you're stringing up a real track record of quitting. You're quitting things like I used to quit I things. I know. You're not I, finishing anything. I'm just slow. Like, I'm just moving slowly. When we come back, uh, we will get into a couple of studies for you, my friends. Um, oh, this is a good one. Five signs that you are underpaid. Well, I'm glad five, you said underpaid. Five signs that you are <laughs> underpaid. Uh, we'll dig into that when we come back into the Donna and Steve show live from the Minnesota State Fair. Studies have shown that med- studies have shown that the microbial. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Uh, now this will be a little bit weird for you, Donna, because you have talked. The list, a few years, for most overpaid broadcasters in the Twin Cities. <laughs> and so I don't even know how much you're necessarily going to relate to this. Okay. Um, but there is a study today of five signs that you are underpaid. Five signs that you're underpaid. Everyone's been in a situation before where you feel like, okay, they're getting a little more out of me sure. than they should be at this sure. price. Here are things that you can look for. First and foremost, the internet is your friend in this way. Sign you're underpaid. Your salary is lower than the online average. So here's where you can go. There are sites like glassdoor.com, and they give you an idea of what people with similar jobs in your area are making. So you could go there. You could go there right now. You could search uh, radio producer, Rocco. You could search radio broadcaster donna and then you could see wait a minute my salary is lower than the online average hmm i don't know how reliable glassdoor.com is but it's an interesting place to go particularly when you're looking for a job and you're applying and you want to know if they haven't said what the range of salary is for that position that's a good thing i think that my um i think my brother has lied about his current earnings when getting wooed by another place. I think he is like, what are you making there? Yeah. And he is like, fudge that number by ten or $15,000. I think so. Wait I'm a second. Sure. Are you saying to tell that to a future employer? I am not suggesting that. I'm telling you what I think. I think it's my brother has done this. Jambi, Josh, the I... fake brother. I've never had an employer ask me what I was making. I think they're because they're trying to figure out where are you over there, you know, and then they just give you a rate. They need to woo you over, right? You're not looking to take the job for less money. That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? You sure would, Steve. (laughs) Here's another sign that you're underpaid. Your job duties have changed, but your pay has not. Mm. 
This can chap your behind. Some bosses try to be a little sneaky and give you more responsibility without compensating you for it. And by some bosses, that means every single boss ever to mm. live. That's what they do. And then, but they, they can woo you with a, hey, you know what, Donna? We, you have just been crushing it. And honest to goodness, we have a new project. You're the one that we can trust. We think that you're just going to knock it out of the park. And then you leave with a puffed up sense of pride, ego, self-worth. Mm -hmm. And then they leave uh, getting more work out of you for the same amount of money. Right. It happens all the time. You do have to be your own best advocate. Yes. And you can't be afraid to talk about money. Worst you can get is a no. But rest assured that the person who you're talking to about money yeah. is making money. Absolutely. And they have conversations about money. And they live in the world of the finances of that business if right. they are a hiring manager in any way. Right. And so don't be afraid. What's the worst that could happen? Momentary discomfort. That's my saying. Momentary That's discomfort. Good. Just say, look, sometimes if I have like an uncomfortable conversation about something like that at the beginning of the day, I sometimes will tell myself, when I get home tonight, this is all going to be in the past. It will be a memory as opposed to something that I'm dreading. And then likewise, as I'm about to walk down and talk with someone about something uncomfortable, I just say, look, this is going to be 10 minutes. 10 minutes of discomfort, and I'm going to feel better afterward. Yeah. And you could even say it to your employer. Yes. Your boss. You can say, all right, I hate talking about money. The last time that I went and spoke with a, a, a very higher up, higher up, I entered this person's um, office, and I said, first of all, I want you to know that I come in here with a great sense of fear. And then it got a little chuckle. Yeah, I then laughed, felt a little calmer about everything. Yeah, disarm you know? them with your disarm humor. It. Gave them a noogie or her. <laughs> your benefits suck. This is a sign that you are getting underpaid. Now, a more modest salary could be okay in some situations, but only if you're getting great health insurance. Maybe you're getting a lot of time off. Sure. Or you have things like a matching 401k. But if you do not have that, it's a sign that you are getting underpaid. So if your benefits aren't that great, Try to get more salary out of them. You know what I mean? Yes. I do know what you mean, Steve. Here's a bad sign, Donna. A sign that you are underpaid. You haven't gotten a raise in years. Now, unfortunately, you might have to ask for one, right? They yep. will happily pay you the same amount of money for the rest of your life. So you might have to ask for one. They might not approach you with it. There might not be some built-in practice of every year we're going to do a 3% raise or something like that. Um, but sometimes it won't even keep up with the cost of inflation and rising cost of living. So right. speaking of being your own best advocate, you've got to do that. Uh, and finally, here's another sign that you are underpaid. The company you work for has gotten bigger, but your salary. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
has stayed the same. Mm. Now, if, if the company is growing, your paycheck should grow to bottom line, especially if you've been there for years. I don't like the way you keep looking at me and I'm pointing not, to me. No, you're a role model. Are you kidding? <laughs> Everybody Thank you. sees what you do, and they're like, uh, I wish I did what she did. Or maybe not. What do you do? You're a, you're a slider, right? Don't you slide an amount across the table to the big wigs? Yeah, I write it on a piece of paper. Because you don't or want to say it Or I send it, it in loud. an email. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I'm like, I can't say it. I don't want to. And then he'll be like, just say it. I'm like, I can't. Here, yeah. take that. And then I, I feel better. That. I don't mind an email in some way, as long as you promise an in-person follow-up. Oh, yeah. I don't, mind, sure. I don't mind an email in a lot of scenarios. Oftentimes, I find that human beings do not respond well in the moment to things. And in a world of texting. I think, yeah, there's it's, a, it's kind of appropriate. But you send it there, say, I want you to think about this, mull it over, consider some things, and then let's get together in person. Whereas if I say to you, I want to be paid $10 instead of $9, you might just say no right now because we're in person. You feel like you need to stand your ground, whatever. You have a little more time to think about it before we meet. I like the uh, the letter first. I like the email first. <laughs> oh, speaking of money, it's a Money Monday. We are here at the Minnesota State Fair, which... Fair booths, which fair vendors make the most money every Ooh. year? You think you know the answer? Yes. We'll tell you how much they're making when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. We're live at the Minnesota State Fair. DJ Rock Lobster back at the house. Holding down the fort. Uh, yes, we are at the fair uh, this year. We are not uh, permitted to mingle in the crowd. This is something you've asked for for years, and the <laughs> pandemic finally pushed it uh, to happen. Yeah. yeah, we're up here, but it's an awesome opportunity for us to see folks come out. Uh, we've got a lot of shade for you if you just need to kind of take a load off. We're here all the way until September 6th. You can come watch your favorite shows weekdays, 6 until 6 a.m. to p.m. You can also win big and give back. AARP Minnesota is awarding $1,000 to one lucky winner plus $1,000 to a Minnesota charity of the winner's choice. That's great. Find our building on Underwood Street just south of Randall Avenue. More info at mytalk1071.com. Your keyword is fair. And we were talking about all that money right there. You could win a grand. We've got more money to talk about because it's a Money Monday. Kick it. Come on now. Let's talk some money. Money. I'm good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Oh, Donna. Oh, I know. Money, right? Money. Uh, there are a lot of rumors about which vendors make the most money here. Uh-huh. Um, how much do they make? Now, I want everybody to give grace to the old Stevie boy today. Okay. And here's why. Um, it's a little tricky to find 2019's numbers. Oh, okay. Which was the last time that we had the fair. And uh, so with that... I actually like the list best that I got from 2017. So, yes, I am presenting a four-year-old list to you, but it's fairly recent, and I think that it would hold up, give or take, in a normal year. Okay. All the numbers are going to be lower this year because attendance has been about 50% of its respective record right, on each course. day. So Absolutely. Numbers okay. are going to be down. Um, but, so we're going to do this as a little bit of a guessing game. Okay. And bear in mind, it's the 2017 numbers. In 2018 and 2019, these numbers went up. Okay. The number one moneymaker here at the Minnesota State Fair is? Sweet Martha's. Sweet Martha's. How much is Sweet Martha making out here in a normal year at the fair? 
Oh, got to answer two questions? You're D right, you do. Oh, an average... Uh, da, 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 da. Sweet Martha walks out of here and has done what in revenue? I'm going to say a million dollars. One million dollars. A lot of people say one million dollars. According to 2017, it was at $4.3 million. I think in 2019, it hit 4.7. She was closing in on $5 million. In just 10 days. 12. 12 days, yep. excuse me. Yep. Okay, that is, that's, that's pretty good. She puts out about a million cookies a day at the fair. Wow. Um, that's, that's good living. That's good living. If you can get it, that's pretty dang is it, good Is she living. number one? She is number one. Can I guess number two? You can, but again, you're guessing the 2017 list. Delightfully out of date, the list that I look at, but it'll work. Okay, I'm going to guess the French fries. The Fresh Cut French fries are on the top 10 list. Okay. They are not at number two. I'll give you a hint. We're on Underwood right now. Uh huh. You're relatively close to number two. Relatively. Oh. I'm going to say it is the, oh, it's not going to be the poutine. Is it a, it's going to be a pronto pup situation. It is not going to be a pronto pup situation. Is it a Buddha foot long? It is not <laughs> that thing. <laughs> it's, uh, we went there the other day. Okay. We didn't eat there, but we went there. Why did we go there? We went right next to there to meet somebody. Oh, it's Caribe. It is not. It is Giggles Campfire oh, Grill. Oh, sure. Right. One point, 2017 numbers, $1.5 million. I wonder what it is about that. The food? The beer? <laughs> I'm just saying. They like, do have a lot of options I'm trying there. to think of popularity, like items that are super popular. You were talking about those wontons? Uh, yes. They got those duck wontons. They got a lot of it's a little high. There. It's a little more high-end and less carnival food i don't think i've ever stood in line there i think i've only ever eaten food if it's you know been dropped off sure. at the building or something like that so i'm not super well versed with their menu speaking of uh stuff that's been dropped off for the show we just did a, a story on this place last week on twin cities live according to the four-year-old 2017 list uh this place came in at number three in terms of revenue at the Minnesota State Fair, uh, what were they? What were they selling? What place was it? a very popular item to be sold here? Uh, oh, we're at the fair. We've got to get some corn dogs. No, but it's two words. All right. First one starts with a C. Uh, oh, cheese curds. Cheese of course, curds. Yes. Mouth trap cheese curds. One point three million dollars in revenue. That's not too bad. They also. So when we did this, uh, did the story on Twin Cities Live, we were showcasing the efficiency our executive producer came back to our building and he said i was at mouthtrap cheese curds have you guys ever seen how quickly they move their line through and he was talking about the efficiency of their 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 process their assembly line so to speak and said i don't there can't be a place that is more efficient than that wow that's so great. then we went and took, took a look at it and that's something that they really pride themselves in is getting food to you fast and having a wonderful system in place so the more people you can get through line in a quicker amount of time, the more money that you can make to the tune of $1.3 million. Wow. Uh, number four on the list was Ballpark Cafe at $1.1 million. And then Lulu's Public House rounded out the top five at another $1.1 million. Holy cow, that is incredible. Then you got the uh, Midwest Dairy Association cracking a million dollars. Cafe Carib uh, topping a million dollars as well. Shanghai Henry's. One million dollars. Where do we find that? Great question. And then uh, fresh cut French fries. 
uh, at $1 million as well. Now, all those numbers have gone up back in 2019. Then they'll go down again this year due to the uh, size of the crowd that we have here. But it is really remarkable. Plus, that's another cool thing. You know, with with, uh, this show being here... With Twin Cities Live, where we specifically, you know, feature a lot of these vendors, it's important yeah. to remember that there are a lot of local businesses here. That, that is this true. is a big, like, this is lifeblood for their right. business to help quite literally feed their family is feeding your family. Right. And so uh, it's cool to be able to to see folks out here. And yes, it's not going to be a normal year, but to give some of these local businesses a bit of a shot in the arm, who I'm sure need it after a year and a half of the times that we've had the abbreviated state fair drive through that we had last year so happy for them hoping yeah. that a lot of these places are able to do well here yeah oh for sure um beautiful day by the way if you're thinking when should i go out to the fair today would be a good day i would say i mean it's just there's not i don't see a cloud in the sky yeah it's really really beautiful here um i got bad news for okay. the holidays the headline reads on cnn today Top toy makers say their products will be harder to find and more expensive this holiday season. The supply chain is all screwed up in a whole bunch of different ways, and uh, that is causing some folks to say that toys, if you want to do your holiday shopping, if you have uh, people on your wish list or gift list, rather, who are rather particular about what you get them, and if they ha- happen to uh, fancy themselves enjoying a lot of toys, they say shop early this year, if ever you've been back and forth. Should I shop early or late? Early is the name of the game because they think there will be a major shortage of toy products this year. I know it's bad news, Don. <sighs> I know. What are the popular wow. toys this year? Do you even know? I what do the kids want? I don't think they've really come out with the, the, what's going to be atop a the list for this holiday season just yet. Um, But let me give you this just as a point of context. A shipping container that is bringing over toys. Last year, it would have cost $3,200. This year, $22,000. What? Don't they have some shipping containers that are just like waiting in places? Like big ports of call, like in L.A., where it's just they're just waiting. It's a thing. It's goods that are there, ordered things that we need. And they're just waiting because there's a shortage of employees at some of these ports. Right, okay. And then the supply chain gets all out of whack when things like pandemics happen. And it's clearly it takes a long time for some of these industries to get up on top again. Yeah, and, and that's why the, the price of wood is very expensive right now. I hear it's starting to go down a little bit. Okay, that's So good. if you saw the cost of lumber was really expensive for a while, I think it's becoming a little bit more uh, modest again, but still certainly an increase. So I need a new garage. A garage door, oh. excuse me, not a garage. <laughs> so it's a big project. So I have okay. a two-car garage and then one of those little ones for storage. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> Whatever. And what do you store over there? Don't worry about it. Your goods? Don't worry about do it. Do you need all of the doors to be fixed or just the door for the third stall? <laughs> All of the doors. All three doors. The point of my story is I have to wait until the second week of November because they don't have any doors yet. Oh, wow. So that there's such a backup. September. So I have to wait three months. I don't know what you're doing. I smell an endorsement coming Donna's way. <laughs> Hi, I'm Donna Valentine for Tim's Garage Doors. <laughs> I can sense it already. Okie dokie. Yeah, don't worry about it. Anyway, um, yeah, we'll get through this. We it's, got this. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit shady, but yeah, lumber is coming out. Remember, I was going to do that big, 
bedroom wall situation. I was going to do like a wood feature thingy, yeah. kind of like a yeah. three-quarter chair rail. And then you found out how much wood cost? Well, it was a myriad of things, but the cost of lumber was one. My lack of skill and power tools was also a big oh, deterrent. Remember, I was going to let you borrow my circular saw. Yes. And you were like, no, I don't want any crossover in my personal life. I just don't. Because I'm going to bring it back to you. One of the teeth on the saw is going to be a little dull. You're I gonna... won't even notice. I've never used it, nor will I ever use it. I think maybe you just need to give it to me. That's what Dave Ramsey says. Just give it away. Don't okay. borrow with your All friends. Right. You can have it, but not until you start your next it. project. You can have it. What if I started a YouTube show where I just went and redid a guy who knows jack squat about anything. It's funny. Attempts to remodel his entire home. And I target like four rooms that I'm trying to do somewhat of a major yeah. remodel and on, fully DIY. You start with the first episode, second episode, you're in a cast. <laughs> <laughs> This would be great. By the 12th episode, There's you're in traction. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch this show. Sounds I would great. watch it too, Steve. Let's just do it. Anyway, that about wraps it up here for a, uh, a little Money Monday. When we come back, we will wrap things up here on the Don and Steve Show. Of course, Kalina Bradley are coming in next starting at noon. Uh, you've got to hear the story of a couple who found out that there were some no-shows at their wedding. <laughs> what they did next, Ooh. clickbait. Uh, will amaze you. Plus, I'll uh, recount the story if you missed why I had to give my dog two baths in two days. The joys mm. of pet ownership. All that when we come back, wrapping things up here. It's the Donna and Steve Show live from the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, moms, don't forget you can come and lactate with us. Our lactation station <laughs> is here and waiting for you. It is open daily from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. A very comfy space for moms on the go. If you need to nurse, if you need to pump, if you need to change the baby, whatever it might be, you just need to sit down because you're a mom and you brought your kids to the fair against your better judgment. Uh, big thanks to our friends at Connecticut and Aquarius Home Services for providing filtered water and air conditioning. Don't know how much you'll need it on a day like today, but it's no. going to be darn comfy in there. Shout out to Patio Town as well for providing rocking chairs. More info on our lactation station at mytuck1071.com. Keyword fair. Donna, you ever been in the lactation station? Uh, I think only once yeah. since I've been here. I think I went in like one time. And I, it was cleared first. Like I, I made sure that there was no one actively right. using right. it. Um, it's in the same way that I want to see inside of more women's rooms. Oh, yeah. Remember we did that? We did the swap-a-doozy, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, swap-a-doozy. It was nice. I went in the girls' restroom at, the, at work, and you went in the boys'. Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah. There's so many couches in women's restrooms. Little love seat situations. You guys don't have that? Never. I wonder why. I wonder why What's you have it. The, Me have the same question for you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that other than babies, moms. You know, and it, it is very nice in there. There's rocking chairs, there's diapers, yeah. there's all sorts of stuff for the, for the moms out there. You deserve it. Um, let's see, what do you want to talk about? Oh, how about this couple? A couple, and I already linked up the invoice for everyone. Couple got married in Jamaica, okay? Okay. And they decided if you don't show up, no call, no email. If you don't show up to our wedding, we're going to charge you $120 a head. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They, uh, they actually said, this couple, don't be offended when I send an invoice to you. It's going to look something like this. I'll be sending it via email and certified mail just in case you say you didn't get it. Uh, so they have sent a 
$240 bill to guests who were no-shows. I don't know how many people, but um, they were given a payment due date of one month from their August 18th invoice sent by the one. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Time anonymous newlyweds. Uh, they got married in Negril at a resort and spa and it was 120 bucks a head. I kind of like this idea. If you like finding ways to lose friends, it's a great idea. You'll make a little money in the process. Yep. I just think married couples, the ones that we hear about online, just need to chill out. I know, but Steve, they're spending a lot of money to have you attend their wedding, and they said four times we asked, are you available, can you make it? And they kept saying yes. Uh, we had to pay in advance for Jamaica. This was a destination wedding. And he said no one texted. No one said, hey, we're not going to be able to make it. So you pay for it. I don't know. I mean, obviously, you cut your losses at some point and just move on. But yeah. did you see the invoice? No. It's very funny. It looks like just a... Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a legit invoice. Yep. It says, this invoice is being sent to you because you confirmed seats at the wedding reception during the final headcount. The amount above is the cost of your individual seats. Oh, gosh. Oh, my. Wow. I They're, don't know. They take a Venmo and PayPal, I think. I'd just rather... It's expensive to have a wedding. I know it is. I know. It's, I, th I think I would just rather swallow that, you know? Just eat the cost. And then just continue life with the resentment. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is accentuating the resentment. I mean, now there's just going to be really bad right. feelings there. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I'm still mad at people who left my wedding early. You know, It'd be traffic. I mean, super early. Oh. You know, I hate to eat and run, but, <laughs> you know, okay, bye then. Oh, my. Hey, I just saw some exciting iPhone 13 news. Yeah. The iPhone 13 is coming out presumably in September. Mid-September is probably when it's going to get announced. I'm imagining it'll be for sale right before uh, the end of the month of September. Here is what the rumor is today on Twitter. Okay. According to an analyst uh, named Ming-Chi Kuo, the upcoming iPhone 13 series will feature low-Earth orbit. LEO satellite communication connectivity, which means it will allow users to make calls and send messages when cell signal is not available. Huh. Would that also be like when you're in the sky? Uh, when you're on an airplane? I've never used my phone on an airplane. Oh, really? Yeah. In fact, somebody texted me once and they're like, yeah, we're, you know, we're in flight. And I thought, you're going to get everybody killed. Can you can you use your... Of course you can, yes. When did that start? Um, I think a number of years ago. I don't think so. I think so. Mm, I don't think so. When do you think it started? Maybe that's the better <laughs> question. Go ahead. Um, I feel like after 9-11, mm -hmm. 
somewhere. Okay, so that was in the. <laughs> wait, wait a, but no, it's after nine eleven right now. Correct. So I didn't yeah. mean like right after, but so sometime within the last. Well, nine eleven weren't they doing? Were they doing like the the seat back calls? Or were they so no, low they were that using they were their, calling? they were using their cell phones. So that meant, would have meant that they would have been low enough, I would imagine. Like Flight 93 was oh, low because okay, the plane had be. come low. And, you know, you kind of get signal upon descent. Okay, that could be. But no, Don, if you have T-Mobile, for instance, which is a shout-out, I do. Uh, when you're on Delta, you get one free hour of text messaging and Wi-Fi. And it's great. Well, you know, you can I have no you idea. Can, you can text free the whole time and you get free uh, Wi-Fi. Um, for an hour when you're on a Delta flight. Otherwise, you pay like, you know, six bucks or something like that. But it's very reliable, too. So then you can be in full communication with people like, hey, we had to, we're circling right now. We won't be down for another 45 minutes. And it's great. Yeah, you should do it. You should use your phone in the air sometime. It feels All empowering. Right. I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm going to do it uh, maybe next year. I don't think I'm going to fly anymore this year. Hey, but this is really good news about the iPhone 13. This feels great. Okay, but... Low Earth orbit. Isn't it hard to get the brand new phone right when it's released? Um, I don't know if it's hard. In some cases, you have to order it and you can get like a pre-order situation. I think the iPhone, the new iPhones 10 years ago had the situation where folks were lining up outside of Apple stores to get the first release. That's what I'm picturing. But now you can get them through your carrier. You can get them at Target. You can get them at the Apple store. A bunch of different ways to get it. And I think that the demand for the iPhone has diminished since the original first few iterations because there are competitors out there that have a lot of wonderful parallels to it. So even if you don't have the iPhone, Samsung's got a lot of great phones. They got the foldable phone now. Oh, yes. Is that the 13, though? No, the 13 is not going to be foldable. um, But it's going to have that uh, the portrait mode for video. Okay, that's nice. Including, like, selfie video. So I've seen a couple of blogs that say, view your Instagram now, because it's going to look different in a couple of months because wow. a lot of people will be doing this uh, portrait mode and everything's going to look super artistic. I've got an iPhone 8. You have an iPhone 7? Eight. 8. You have an 8. Okay, Elizabeth Reese has an iPhone 7. And so I think the three of us as friends should go and get these phones together in September. When would you ever say that? Ever. What? Steve is usually like, I don't, I don't want to do anything outside of work. Your brother-in-law invited me over for dinner. FYI. Yeah, that's aggressive. But I know that you'll <laughs> never say yes to that. So I'm like, you can offer her whatever. It's, that's not going to happen. Fine. Right. I mean. When are the phones out? Do you have a date? That, this September something. Okay. Mid-September. Thanks. We should be getting Mid- the official. Listen, mine's dying very quickly. I that's, can't hold a charge. This is what happens. Oh, my gosh. This All right. Well, this happens. has been fun. You want to do it again tomorrow or something? I contractually, we have to. You're right. All so right. let's do it. Um, thank you all for coming out here to uh, watch some of these shows. Don't forget, we're out here 6 until 6 every day here on yeah. the Janesson Dinner Theater stage. And Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Uh, that about does it here. Twin Cities Live, live at the 5 Eyewitness News Building. So much fun to see out here at the Minnesota State Fair. Good night, Bye. everybody. Bye.